Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for April the 19th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This, my fellow Americans, is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And as you know, we love the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration. Let me say that again. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Why? Because our founding fathers already took care of the revolution part, ladies and gentlemen. One in a million chances it was successful because they turned to God Almighty. It was indeed an incredible historical pivotal event in the world. Never done before, by the way. And the really light on a hill for the future, if I may. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a God, family, and country fiduciary responsibility to take care of, and we do it the best we can. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. We are live. We are outside, ladies and gentlemen. We are at a place called Montevallo, and I know I'm saying that right, Montevallo, Alabama. And we're at a place called American Village. It is a place to behold, ladies and gentlemen, 200 acres of patriotism. You got to dig it. It's beautiful outside. When we woke up, you had the misty morning. You know, you always hear the country country songs about misty mornings. You got it, baby. A real one. Sun's coming up. It's just beautiful outside, but it's a little chilly. It'll make you remember, uh, you know, where you came from. It's a little chilly. God's up there taking care of all of us. And it's something to be aware of. Now, a quick recap of Saturday's show. We were traveling on Monday before we got here. So quick recap of Saturday's show. I want you to know Donald Trump teases that he might not run in 2024. What the heck is up with that? I'm personally pushing for a constitutional candidate, folks. That's what I really want. Biden, uh, on the other hand, shakes hands uh, with nobody. I guess it was with the thin air after his speech. Everybody's kind of mocking Joe. Why the media is doing that to him is beyond my imagination. We even pray for Joe Biden, though, ladies and gentlemen. Got to do it. Got to pray for all of our leaders that they can understand their pivotal responsibilities, right? We have a lot of rights, but we have responsibilities, too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot that we covered on the broadcast on Saturday, and I don't have time for it all now. But I will tell you this, it's available at LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, share the love, will you please? We also have our live and on-demand radio apps available for the iPhone and the Android. Check that out. Download it. Free radio at your fingertips. And uh, there you have that. Now, we have got so much to cover today. Let's just dig right in. We are at the American Village. So the uh, AmericanVillage.org is the website. It's not the It's just AmericanVillage.org. Now, this place has been around since approximately 1999, and they continue to add to this tremendous facility. What is it, you ask? It is an organization that really wants to promote God, family, and country. They really want to promote our responsibilities and our patriotism from the ground up. And they do that by educating across the country through um, all kinds of educational institutions. 
so that we can understand who we are, what our heritage is. If we lose our understanding of who we are, ladies and gentlemen, then we kind of blow around in the wind, right? The grounding is our godly and our American heritage. Well, some other folks got involved, and that's how we got involved. The other folks are with a group called UnitedWePledge.org. And United We Pledge is an incredible nonprofit organization. It's a private nonprofit organization. It's non-denominational as well. It's a foundation established to celebrate our shared responsibilities and allegiance to the traditional American values of freedom, family, and faith. Uh, We also have a duty to be constitutional, law-abiding citizens, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, So it's a, a, a real unique group of people we're here with. And we've got the president of United We Pledge with us to help break it down. Dennis Levitt, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Well, Sam, thanks for having us today. We are so grateful to be here, and your description of sitting in Montevallo on a beautiful morning is exactly accurate. The the greenery around, the, the birds chirping in the trees, this is a little slice of heaven, Sam. You found your place in a really good you found yourself in a really great place today. It reminds me of Rod Hunley, who used to be a jazz announcer, and he always used to say, we're looking live on a Saturday night. You know, we're looking live on a beautiful, sunny morning in Montevallo, Alabama at American Village, ladies and gentlemen. So, Dennis, tell me a little bit about you first, and then we'll get into how you guys got involved with American Village. Yeah, great. Uh, I'm a St. George boy. Most of your listeners probably know Washington County, Utah, southern Utah, down in the Red Rock country. That's where I grew up and uh, found myself uh, living the boyhood dream of feeling like everybody on the earth was a patriot. Everyone on earth that seemed like in my little bubble were good people who loved the land and loved the forefathers that uh, we celebrated. I had a gentleman when I was a kid Vernon Worthen, there's a park in St. George named after him. He asked me to say the Pledge of Allegiance at a, at a little community gathering on a July 4th. And for whatever reason, standing in front of my community as a little eight or nine-year-old boy, saying that pledge did something in my soul that always caused me to love this land. Uh, I studied political science at BYU, and then I became an educator for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for my career and found that I love to rub shoulders with people who believe in America. I love to rub shoulders with people who know that this is a great land and who pray for success in this land and do all we can to be good citizens. I'm married, my wife, Nikkel, and we have four children. We live still in St. George now. And um, over the course of my career, I found myself doing a few things with business and landed it about 18 months ago working for a company called Balance of Nature. And Balance of Nature, I found that the folks there who run that company are also very patriotic and love this land. And we found ourselves just engaging more and more and doing what we could to make a difference in the nation. I love the patriotism from an early age. It gets in your blood, doesn't it? Yeah, it does get in your blood. You would have had to meet Vernon Worthen to know that it's easy to get in your blood when you talk to a gentleman like him who just loved this land so much. Well, we love this land We love the focus on God that this land has really provided. That's kind of the key in my mind. It's it's God's land, right? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. A land of covenant is the way that we see it. We have an obligation. And as a covenant people, if we keep our covenants and do our part, then we receive his blessings. We have a responsibility. You, You know, you said that we need to continue to 
share this message of freedom, and you're doing a fantastic job on your radio show. Imagine our duty and obligation. Somebody said once, all we have to do is stop teaching for one generation, and then that can be lost. We have to carry on the teaching responsibility so that it's not lost and the torch can be passed. Now you're talking about a Ronald Reagan escort, Yeah, there right? we go. That's exactly right. All right, so Dennis, tell me then, you're working for Balance of Nature, which is a natural health and foods, or health and, foods and healing company, right? Yeah, we sell uh, fruits and veggies, that's it. Your grandma used to say, right, eat more fruits and veggies. It's what's really good for you. And I was the vice president of public relations there. We started getting engaged in events that were focused on America, focused on patriotism. People are always looking for sponsors and want, you know, names on billboards and names on lanyards and those kinds of things. Balance of Nature didn't have that so much in mind, but we did want to make a difference. So we started to say to people, we're happy to use our resources to help, but if we do, we want to make sure the message that we believe in is is the focus. The 4th of July last year, actually, a, a group who did the fireworks show in town approached us and said, hey, do you want to be our title sponsor for the 4th of July program? And we said, well, it depends. If it's a 4th of July program that has a country western show and fireworks, then no. But if it includes a prayer, if it includes a pledge of allegiance, if it includes honoring some veterans and telling the story of America's independence, because it's not the 4th of July, it's Independence Day. And if we can tell that story, then we're happy to be a title sponsor and give you our resources. That's really where this United We Pledge organization started. It started with us finding that if we flexed our muscles a little bit and said, we'll do things our way and you can have our resources, and they said yes, we signed a five-year deal with them. We intend to make it the best Fourth of July and Independence Day celebration there is in the West. And... Um, that led us down this road of doing more and more and more in order to support that cause. So now, we started this foundation. let's provide clarity. When you say our way, you really mean the American way, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, and I'm glad you caught that. We and, and I bring that up because I want people to understand that we're all tapping into something that was already our legacy, right? That's why I'm bringing that up. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's important. You're right. Our way is the American way, right? It's the way of paying attention to the constitutional values that exist, the organization that, that the founding fathers provided for us. We have to do it and preserve that republic. All right. So let me ask you a question then, because balance of nature, it, it's a company. And a lot of times people are afraid of that political. Well, it's not really even political in my mind. All things are moral. But, you know, that political discussion about patriotism and everything, man, balance of nature, are they going to have trouble because of that? We don't believe so. We know that most important is you do what you know to be right, right? We have to be men and women of integrity in every way and stand up for the values that you believe in and harness, come what may. Uh, we've seen as we've gone down this journey, miracle after miracle, divine providence, his hand is in this work, and we're just going to do our part step by step. Dennis Levitt with me, ladies and gentlemen. He's president of unitedwepledge.org. Now, I want to talk about this a little bit because uh, you were involved with um, Balance of Nature uh, as what, a salesperson or a vice president of public relations was my right, title. Public there. relations. Yeah. And, and, and then you got reassigned to this United We Pledge. Tell me how that happened. Yeah. So um, as we as we engaged and started this nonprofit foundation, we found that we needed to have more time and attention given to it. And so I had a conversation with Lex Howard. He's the CEO of Balance of Nature, president of the company. 
and we were talking about what the direction of where we would go and what the company would do and where it, what he wanted his life's legacy to be. And he asked me if, candidly, if I would take on the role full-time as president of United We Pledge and do what we could in order to further the mission of freedom, family, and faith. We've got some very cool things going on, Sam, in terms of our focus. We want to, we want to help educate and bring awareness to the youth in America. And we're sitting here on this American Village campus, and the truth of the matter is we intend, if your listeners don't know, we intend to duplicate this campus, this type of campus in Washington County, Utah. That's, that's a full-time effort in terms of making that miracle happen, and we're all in. Now, one of the unique things that I see most companies who sponsor this kind of stuff, the goal is really to get the company as much coverage as they can get out of it, right? Um, in this case, though, Balance of Nature wants to be part of it, wants to be kind of the lead sponsor, the originator or whatever, but it isn't really about Balance of Nature, right? No, not at all. Balance of Nature did donate the acreage of the property in order for the American Village of the West to even be established. But it's not going to have their name on the campus. This is American, the American Village. It's a village for Americans. This is not about promoting businesses. This is about people and finding pure people who have real intent and motives to, to do what we can to help America, to help the youth. And we've had some people approach us, actually, and want to contribute in some ways. but. They had strings attached, and we, as as enticing as it can be sometimes, said, no, nah, that's not the answer. The answer is we want to find people who have the integrity to do it for the right reasons. We're talking peer liberty, ladies and gentlemen. That's really what I'm getting at here, and I don't mean to minimize in any way Balance of Nature. They've got incredible foods, balanceofnature.com, right? Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, they've got incredible foods, and I don't mean to minimize that in any way, but I do want to help the audience understand the purity of the motives, the real goal that Lex Howard has. How did Lex get uh, familiarized with American Village? Because you know what? Without you guys, I didn't even know about this. Yeah, but it's, it's one of America's best-kept secrets, actually. They bring, in, they bring in about 100,000 school children from the eastern seaboard, you know, the eastern, southeastern coast. Uh, every day they come in busloads. Yesterday we were here, you know, just visiting and enjoying the campus, and we watched a couple of busloads of school children come in, fifth graders, you know, learning about American history in the classroom, and then having a chance to come and step on the stage of history here. And you see these children come in and get engaged in these buildings that have been restored uh, in perfect likeness, perfect replicas of these historical buildings. We're, right now we're sitting in front of Independence Hall, right? And uh, these children came, sat, and, and listened, and learned, and engaged. How did we become, become aware? The hand of God. I, I don't know how else to describe it. Um, we stumbled upon at just the right moment the American Village. As soon as we found out that a place like this existed, we flew out and came and toured the campus. The staff here, the founder, Tom Walker, they're such great men and women who really have such good hearts and want to do all they can to help in this cause. And as we wandered around the campus, it felt a little bit like we we're literally in heaven. There, there's, it's hard to describe what it feels like here until you're sitting on these grounds in the cradle of the revolution and the restoration of America's freedom and seeing all of the buildings and the surroundings, listening to the interpreters, the actors and actresses who stay in character 
of all of these great men and women who are founding fathers, the founding patriots, and listening to their stories as told from journal entries. They don't they don't ad lib here at the American Village. They tell it in in real life terms based on what the journal entries of these men and women included. So we came this first time, right, and we're just blown away at how incredible the spirit is here and how incredible the mission is here. And that's when uh, everyone started in our group looking at each other saying, we want to build this in the West. The youth of, of the Western United States don't often get a chance to travel to Mount Vernon or Monticello to go to historic Williamsburg. They don't have a chance to go to D.C., some of them. And we want to bring all of those to them. And so um, that's when this vision you know, kind of in, was encapsulated in everyone's mind. It's like, can we really do this? Can we really build an American village in the West? Is that something that's possible? Do we have the fortitude and the energy and the effort? Do we have the faith in order to pull a miracle like that off? And do we, I dare borrow a, a Barack Obama phrase? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> and um, and so let the let the journey begin. So we started with Ernest. We organized, united. We we pledge. Uh, we're a 501c3, a foundation that's focused to, completely on educating America's youth and of establishing this American village in the West. We've been at it a few months, but we have a we have a board of directors. We've got a staff now of five who are kind of working full time on all of this. And we actually today is a historic day, right? April 19th, day the shot was heard around the world, right? Lexington and Concord. Today is that anniversary, and on that anniversary date. We selected a day to dig up a, a sapling here. We found a runner named Tom Jones. You'll have a chance. I hope your listeners have a chance to meet him, follow yes, him, they follow will. him on his journey. But on the day the shot was heard around the world, he's going to take off from Montevallo, Alabama. He's going to run 76 consecutive marathons. 76 marathons in 76 days. And you want to talk about miracles? If you do 26.2 miles a day, for 76 days, you go from the American Village campus literally and land on the campus where we're going to break ground on July 2nd. It's, it's, that's the distance. It's incredible how many puzzle pieces have come together for us. So we take off on this journey today. We're going to work as hard as we can. Washington County, the representatives there, the city of Hurricane, Utah, has been very amenable to what we're doing, very much cheerleaders of all of this project. We're going to break ground on July 2nd, and by July 4th, 2026, mark my word, Sam, we're going to open the American Village to the public, and we're going to start educating youth in remarkable ways. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Tom Walker is the founder of American Village here in Alabama. He had a dream. If you build it, they will come was the dream, and no doubt it's happening in spades, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Tom Walker also is one of these people. He's not really interested in, in him being promoted per se. If you study the history and the story, you kind of understand his lead role in this. But it isn't about Tom. It's about the American village. It's about educating children, educating the next generation all over this great land. And that's what caught the eye of incredible people such as Lex Howard, CEO of Balance of Nature. And then he uh, took one of his, I don't know what you say, unique employees, Dennis Levitt. I say unique because your training, believe it or not, uh, Dennis, as an educator and everything else, brought you to this pivotal point, being in public relations, being an educator. All this kind of culminated in this incredible assignment you've been given. Yeah, we're excited for this assignment. I feel I uh, had a delightful meeting with Tom Walker. He's one of the most saintly men I've ever met. I'm, I'm so honored to just 
uh, ever visit with him, to talk with I can't wait for you to meet him. You, you really need to meet him. Americans need to meet him. He is a man who's devoted his life and has had a vision beyond my wildest dreams in terms of what he could do to impact youth. Tom Walker is a personal hero, mentor, and I've only met him a handful of times. But his impact for good and his heart is so pure that he just has this way of making you feel, one, good about yourself, and two, that you can make a difference in this land. Um, he wasn't one of the founding fathers, but he's a father who's carrying on this legacy and this tradition. I feel a responsibility to do all that we can in order to make sure that his founding vision as a founder of the American Village is carried forward with integrity. Uh, we feel like we've had a nice trust placed in us, and we have to be true to that trust in every way. It's important that we don't deviate the course of what Tom Walker's vision is. He's, he's uh, again, humble in every way and does not want attention drawn to him. But thank heavens for good men and women, not only in the 1700s, but in our day today, who are committed to doing those kinds of things. And even though he doesn't want the limelight, we cannot ignore the shout out to Tom Walker, his family and, and, and all that they've put towards this. Not because we need to give him credit, but because we do want to have, uh, in my opinion, role models. Um, this is really important. We need role models to help us kind of understand these things can be done. Some would say the fat lady's sung in America. It's over. I would a thousand percent disagree. And when you talk to Dev, Dennis Levitt, when you talk to some of these incredible leaders like Tom Walker, uh, like Lex Howard and others, you begin to see a whole different side of things that the media, frankly, sadly, has tried to jettison. We're bringing it back, sir. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. And one of the reasons we're excited is because of the county in which we we live in a little county called Washington County in southern Utah. Uh, I've asked some residents in Washington County, hey, do you know why or what our county was named for? A lot of people don't even know that answer. The truth General is, George, sir. That's exactly right. General George Washington. And uh, there's no better place in the West western United States and Washington County, Utah, to carry on this tradition of the American village. And we're excited about that. Uh, you said everyone needs mentors. Everybody needs somebody that they can look to. There's, there's no doubt. We all look to heaven above. We look to our Savior, Jesus Christ, and we're grateful for him and his example. We're also grateful for men and women who pattern their lives after him so that we can look for help along the way. We all have to link arms, right? This is about us gathering together as an American people who trust that the documents and the founding fathers, the established principles that are here, that if we'll follow those principles that we can help one another along the path. Our future is bright, Sam. That's what you said, that um, a thousand percent, right? This is a great land, and we're not, we're not going to lose it. We're going to continue to, in proper ways, raise voices in order to help maintain those liberties and freedoms. The way we do that is not through revolution, just like you said. The way we do it is through education. And education is always best from those whose lives teach the lessons, not whose words teach the lessons. You've had that experience, right? You've had to have an educator or somebody in your life who you've seen their actions. Those speak a lot louder than words. 
uh, Tom Walker's one of those men, right, that you watch his actions and know that he's legitimate. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Dennis Levitt. He's president of UnitedWePledge.org. Check out the website. Get familiar with the incredible projects they're putting together. We're going to be part of this. We're going to watch... Uh, Tom take off on his run today. They're going to fire the gun. He's going to take off and run all the way to Utah. We're going to be there on the other end of this baby. Uh, July the 2nd is when he's supposed to arrive, right? Yeah, that's right. He's going to arrive on July 2nd. Tom said you'll have a chance to talk to him. He's going to run, crawl, or roll there. He's coming to St. George, Utah. Yes, he is, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about it more. Dennis, I want you to stay there. Um, Normally, we let you go at the half hour, but I want to keep you over. I want you to think about this on the break. I want, as you toured the American Village, what strikes you the most? What gives you the feeling of liberty like no other as you've been here? We'll talk about it in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Social Security recipients are on track to receive the biggest cost of living raise in four decades, as sky-high inflation is really hurting retired Americans. The Senior Citizen League, a nonpartisan group that focuses on issues relating to older Americans, estimated the adjustment could be as high as 8.9% based on March inflation data. The Biden administration on Monday suspended enforcement of its mask mandates for airports, planes, and other forms of travel after a judge in Florida said that the Center for Disease Control and Prevention overstepped its authority. Effective immediately, the TSA will not enforce its security directives and emergency amendment requiring mask use on public transportation and transportation hubs. A passenger at St. Louis Lambert Airport tells Fox 11, Well, I just seen a pilot get off. Uh, a flight with no mask. USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. We just got an announcement a few minutes ago. Some of you may have seen the press release today that a judge overturned the mask mandate. My company announced yeah. it at this moment. If you choose to, you may remove your mask. A flight attendant announcement in Providence, Rhode Island, before takeoff. The infrastructure law will use materials made in the USA. The Biden administration will require infrastructure projects to be outfitted with U.S.-made materials. The Office of Management and Budget directing federal agencies to ensure that by mid-May, all projects funded by the infrastructure package are made with domestic iron and steel. That means all manufacturing processes will occur in the United States. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, 
I'm Tim Berg. NASCAR racing is going big this weekend in Talladega, Alabama. USA Radio News. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio. We're talking about incredible events going on in America that the mainstream press doesn't really want to talk too much about. But you know what? The new media is taking center stage, baby, and we're going to coax them into it. We're going to tell the tale so eloquently, so informative-like, so riveting stories and so on to the point where they just cannot ignore the story. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're going to do on your radio, on your TV. Everywhere we go, everything we say, everything we do is going to really invigorate the minds and the hearts of we, the people, to say, hey, you know what? This is the greatest country on the face of the earth. We love all other nations. We want to make all nations great. And we do that by being a light on a hill, ladies and gentlemen. How do you be a light on a hill? Well, you first off, you learn about AmericanVillage.org. The second thing you do is you learn about unitedwepledge.org, and you begin to understand what their missions are, what they're doing, and it becomes incredible. And I don't want to call it a fever, but it starts to spread in a great way, ladies and gentlemen, where you get in your heart and mind the burning understanding that this is no accident that we were born in the time that we were, that we're here on the earth, that we're doing what we're doing. This is no accident. We're talking to Dennis Levitt, president of United We Pledge. Uh, Dennis, right before the break, I said to you, hey, as you tour American Village in Montevallo, Alabama, uh, what stood out to you as the most riveting, the most thought-provoking, the most, what humbled your heart the most, et cetera, right? Yeah, that's a great question. When I drove down this little, what seemed like a village road and saw the white picket fence, the American Village uh, in the distance with all of the important historical buildings, um, the sunlight bursting on them, there's something that just happened. It just felt like I was in the right place. I, um, but out of the things that made the most impact, it was yesterday watching a group of fifth graders interacting with men and women who were in character of Patrick Henry and Paul Revere, of Benjamin Franklin and others and watching when their hands started to shoot up and they wanted to engage, they wanted to answer questions, they wanted to give their perspective. They, you could feel and see in the youth a real fire being ignited. As a former educator, that's the thing that, that gives me hope. It gives me hope when you see youth's lives changed and education that really sinks into their soul you can see it in their eyes. You can see it in their faces. That's what we have to do. This is not about lectures. It's not about creative technology. It's about letting them feel something and engage in a way that their lives are changed as a result of what they're taught. That's what happens at the American Village. That's the most exciting thing about this particular place for me. As beautiful as it is, as photograph, as many you got to take photograph after photograph here. You can't help yourself. Everywhere you turn, it's just beautiful, spectacular, patriotic. But what makes a difference is youth and youth who feel the message and hear accurate history. That's what happens here, accurate history. It's fantastic. 
Dennis, we're going to have you back as we watch this whole story unfold. The whole story being the incredible run of Tom Jones to kick this baby off. Shot heard around the world. Kicks off today. We're not shooting. We're just running. Uh, and I always I give a talk to a bunch of people around the, the country oftentimes. And I end by saying, uh, you know, Taco Bell has a phrase that says, think outside the bun. It's their way to sell, you know, tacos. Yeah. And stuff, right. So I always say we can fix America. and We can do so. And we can think outside the gun. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Because we really need to understand this can be a peaceful educational approach. We can change hearts and minds. The word is is more powerful than the sword, Dennis. Yeah, that's exactly right. It is. And uh, Tom Jones is going to show his word through his actions. The American Village shows the word through accurate histories and portrayals. And um, United We Pledge is going to show our word by constructing an American Village in the Western United States so that tens of thousands of youth from that side of the nation can also enjoy this kind of education. Amen to that. Thank you, Dennis. We'll talk soon. There Thank he you. goes, Thanks ladies and gentlemen. Sam. Dennis is just doing a phenomenal job. And not only do we have Dennis, I think, is, is his nickname the Junkyard Dog? Is that what they call this guy? I think I think some people call him that. He was down in a Costa Mesa gym, uh, you know, doing all kind of stuff. And the guy just trains like you wouldn't believe. Tom Jones is a... I don't know what to call the guy. What do you call him? A super athlete? Tom, welcome. Thanks. How are you? Uh, do you do they call you a super athlete? They what, call what me all kinds of things. They call me a super athlete. They call me quit proof. They uh they call me all kinds of things. I really appreciate you having me on today because without people like you, the word can't get out and you're just talking about the word, you know, the word is the most powerful tool that we have as humans and it needs to be spoken and the truth needs to be told. So I love I'm loving this. Tom that or Roger that. Amen to that. So, uh, Tom, let's talk about you as a person then. Give me a little history of who Tom is. Wow, that's a good question. I, you know, I was, uh, my childhood was sort of a dumpster fire. I was raised in a, in a foster care system. I was removed from my home when I was 12 years old, moved into a children's facility that unfortunately um, was run by pedophiles, had to deal with that for quite a long time, ended up in the Marine Corps. That changed my life. And then ended up working for a guy named Chuck Norris after that and he was a great role model for me to um you know help other people wow a rough start but you've uh been able to channel uh the difficult things that life has thrown at you in productive ways tom that's a rarity it is and you know that's that's the whole thing is is that you know i'm using all of these things that quote unquote happened to me as a tool to be able to do what I'm getting ready to do and what I've done in the past. I mean, last time I ran across the country, it was 121 marathons in a row. Um, but, you know, I've been tailor-made, if you want to call it like that, to be able to take this kind of um, this kind of hardship. So just channeling it in a good, positive way and trying to inspire other people to do the same thing. You know, I watch these endurance shows on TV where they drop you off in the boonies in the middle of the wilderness and you only get like 10 things you can take with you and stuff like that. This is taking endurance to a new level, Tom. What did you say? How many marathons in a row? Uh, last time was 121. 121 marathons in a row. That is beyond my comprehension. I can't even run one marathon, Tom. Yeah, well, you can, you can do things that a lot of other people can't. We all bring our gifts <laughs> to the party and, and that's what makes it the party. You have taken the difficulties in your life, really, truly, and turned them into a gift, haven't you? I have, and and that's what I'm trying to uh, inspire other people to do and also use that gift in the appropriate way 
and getting ready to go out and do 76 in a row right now and just for a really really great cause you know, I'm a former Marine, so patriotism is incredibly close to my heart. And by the way, not to interrupt, but thank you so much for your service, sir. Oh, my pleasure. You know, I think that, that, that it's important that everybody serve in their own way. All right, so you're a Marine. What what made you tougher? The runs? The, the You used to be a fighter, too, right? I was. I was a world champion prize fighter. I had a long career doing that. Seven major titles. Got to tour around the world doing that. So that was uh, my first job. And then uh, there was a there was a children's facility in my area that wanted a playground. They didn't have enough money for it. So I came up with a wild idea of running from Oregon to Mexico, raising money for that playground. And when that playground was dedicated, my life changed in that moment where I really felt like my life had a purpose and was worthwhile. And I've been doing it ever since. So tell me what the fighting was about. Was it about making money? Was it about being famous? Was it about uh, getting out aggressions from your childhood? What? Give me kind of an understanding. Great question. It was a means to a way, um, you know, I, because of the hardship I suffered, if you want to call it suffered, the, the hardship I endured when I was a child, I was only afforded a sixth grade education. So when I got out of the Marine Corps, there wasn't much call. They didn't have really government contractors then. Uh, so I had been doing martial arts my entire life, had fought while I was in the Marine Corps just for some side money and decided that that was a good way to go back and make money rather than sweet floors or or th those are my options. So it was just a means to a way. But it was the all roads lead you to God. All roads lead to God, family, and country, right? 100%. We're all the sum of our experiences in life. You know, that's who we are and what we're made up of. So without all of these experiences, I wouldn't be the person I am today and sitting here with you today. So tell me how the transition happened then of all these things in your life. You know, it was hardship and, and something to endure. Gives you a little bit of an understanding of what the Savior's done for us and the, the true atonement of Christ. It gives you a sliver of that understanding. But how did you take these negatives in your life and, 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 and turn them into all positives? Is it a mind over matter discussion? A hundred percent. I mean, 90% of life is mental, you know, 10% physical. So... It was just a mental thing. It was just, I think we all have a choice. We have a choice to be a victim or a victor. And it's your choice and you can't blame circumstances. It's your responsibility. I chose the path of being a victor. I had some really good role model, models like Chuck Norris and some other people in my life. I was bodyguarded a guy for 12 years that, you know, he owned the largest computer memory vending company in the world, had a strong faith brought motivational speakers in. I sucked it all up and soaked it all up and decided that I wanted to do something with my life that was worthwhile, not trash it. By the way, Chuck, Nor Chuck Norris is for real, huh? People kind of see that in the movies and the different things. And they don't, they don't. He's real, isn't he? He's very real. <laughs> I bring that up because it's something that people don't really understand. This guy's a real guy with a real life who has a, a, a he's got liberty in his blood too, doesn't he? Big time. Chuck has a lot of liberty in his blood. He's a, he's a staunch patriot. He has a strong faith in God. I mean, he's he, you couldn't ask for a better role model. Wow. So you got that tutelage. That's phenomenal. You've had kind of a, a boom and bust in a way, uh, but yet you've turned it all into a positive, and now you're here today. How did you get involved in the American Village and, and United We Pledge and some of these people? You know, it, it's, a, it's a God thing. It's God puts people in your lives and places you where you need to be to, to make the difference. And I... Another professional athlete friend of mine happened to say, hey, you ought to try this Balance of Nature product. I tried it, made a big difference, reached out to him and said, hey, I get stuff like this thrown at me constantly. Most of it's worthless. 
but the, you guys are really onto something here and ended up becoming friendly with the people that uh, own that company. Found out about United We Pledge. Really, uh, my patriotic heart gravitated right to there. And uh, they approached me with this idea of running uh, these 76 marathons in a row from this American village here in Montebello, Alabama to break ground uh, for a American village that they wanted to build in Hurricane, Utah. And, you know, you have a, you have what they call your body, mind, your gut, your heart, and your mind that's in your head. My gut said, go for it. My heart said, you gotta. And my mind said, this is a resounding yes. Within 15 seconds, I said, let's do this. And my mind says, I'm in all the way, and I'm glad that Tom is running, not me. <laughs> Most people are. <laughs> but I, <laughs> So tell me what it's like on the trail a little bit, because, it, you know, um, I come from the, the members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and, you know, we're known as the pioneers, and we trek the West and everything else, and there's a lot of hardship involved in that. Tell me about some of the hardship you experienced and how you use mind over matter. It's how all you- hardship. I mean, it, it literally is all hardship. I'm getting ready here in about an hour and a half or so to go turn my back on traffic. I, I really feel like, in a way, I'm doing a lot like the Founding Fathers did. You know, I'm, I'm showing courage. I am extreme sacrifice. I have to go out, turn my back on traffic where they have these big logging trucks that are left less than two feet away from me going 70 miles an hour. You know, and then you have the weather. It's either hot, cold, windy, rain, whatever. And then we have a motorhome that we use as base camp have a shuttle car, we shuttle out. Sometimes I'll run 26.2 miles, get in a motorhome, drive that thing about 100 miles down the road, set up again, go down and do it all over again. So it's all hardship, but that's uh, that's my game. So to be clear, when you say you move the motorhome 100 miles down the road, that doesn't change where you mark your, your next day's start. All it does is move the base camp ahead, right? Correct. We use that as a base camp. We have a, a pace car that shuttles me out to the area where we left off, run the 26.2 miles, however long that takes. Normally, it's an average of six hours, depending on weather, terrain, circumstances, and then go back. I have a great person that's worked with me now for 27 years, does my body work, does the acupressure, does chiropractic, and is one of the best cooks in the world. So when I'm not suffering, I'm living like a king. When you say best cooks in the world, do they? is it primarily keto? What do you, what do you eat? Uh, he has my diet set up for me. It's a, it's a really well-balanced diet. You know, this this product, this Balance of Nature product's really been a game changer for me because we used to have to drink all the fruits and vegetables. And so I have to take in about 5,000 calories a day. And these little pills, six of them, you know, really take care of all my fruits and vegetables that I need during the day. So that gives me a lot more room to take in the carbohydrates and, and uh, protein. It also makes us a lot lighter too, right? It does. It doesn't have to carry as much supplies. I'm just saying when you're running and stuff like that, you've got to kind of keep it light and keep it uh, keep it going. So you've done this really your whole life, haven't you? I have. I've done it since 1998. I've run the length of California three times on foot from head to toe. I set the world record on stand-up paddleboard 2007 when I paddled on, from Oregon to Mexico. Broke that record in 2010 by paddling from Key West to New York. Set the flat water world record. I paddled 540 miles in 16 days. And the only person that I know of that ran a marathon in the morning and did a five-round sanctioned prize fight the same day. But all of it has been lending my athletic ability to worthwhile causes. So that's like a triathlon on like psychosis steroids. It's crazy. Yeah, I I did an Ironman where I did a paddleboard around Oahu, then I ran around the island, then I cycled it back to back. 
but all for a great cause. And that's what I'm real, most proud about, you know, is lending my athletic ability to worthwhile causes. And I can't think of a better cause than patriotism, frankly. Amen to that, sir. There's a lot of good causes. Patriotism is certainly high on my list as well. Now, you, when you did the paddleboard stuff, you ran into a, a, a few uh, unsavory creatures? I did. Almost every day when I paddled from uh, <laughs> Oregon to Mexico, I saw great white sharks every day. Never saw a great white shark in my life until uh, I saw my first 17-footer. Did an interview with the world's leading authority on, on sharks, and he said, he won't come near your wave runner and the first one we saw was about 17 feet long and was about three feet under the wave runner doing a belly roll about 10 feet away from me. Oh. Yeah. First interview I did, they said, what stood out the most? I said, where I stand in the food chain. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's crazy. These, th these things are real, though. He really did all yep. this stuff. It's on video. So the wave runners do what? Kind of uh, act as a spotter for you and stuff? The, the wave runners are like the pace car, uh, just in the water. You know, they're, they're a spotter for me. They run me out to the start line wherever I left off. We have a wave runner, a rescue sled, a board, strap the board to the sled, drive to the part GPS where you left off, throw the board in the water, paddle, paddle, paddle. When you're done, load it up, drive to a pullout spot. I mean, these are 15, 16-hour days on average, whether I'm on land or on sea. So it's a, it's a big commitment. It's a lot of sacrifice. But let's just face it, this, that's how this country was forged, on sacrifice and courage. And I'm, I'm happy to step up. All right. So you're going to take off today. You're going to run all the way to Utah and arrive on July the 2nd, right? That's right. That's right. And you have the same birthday as my daughter, 4th of July. Yeah, the 4th of July is my birthday. That's right. It's Independence Day, and that's why I'm a pretty independent talk show host. They tried to corral me and control what I say, and I'm not about to let that happen. Ladies and gentlemen, that's just who I am and what I do. I'm a little like Tom in the radio world. That's it, man. So, Tom, I Don't want to talk conform. about you were written up in Men's Magazine and all kinds of places, right? I have. I've, I've got a lot of uh, press, and I've got a lot of, uh, you know, it, it, but it's not not about that for me. What it's about for me is really contributing as a human. That's that's what I'm about. You know, I, the fame and stuff. If it comes, the only reason that that is a good thing is so that people like your listeners are aware of what we do. I mean, we're a team, right? I'm out doing what I'm doing, but without people like you, the word can't get out. So that's uh, that's the whole thing. You got to try to. It's hard to really understand Tom's career, right? If yeah. you use lay, uh, labels to describe Tom Jones, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to kind of have it for a while. You can say champion, extreme athlete. You can say activist. You can say speaker. You can say uh, role model. You can say, uh, I mean, a bunch of things, Tom. And I know it's not about the accolades, but I prize one of the top labels for you is Patriot. That's what this run is all about. Yeah, that's what I'm most proud of. I mean, I was in a meeting one time and... Uh, it was for an infomercial, and the guy looked at me and goes, well, you're quite an enigma, and so on and so forth. And I leaned over to the guy that took me. I said, did he insult me? Uh, <laughs> I don't the think you intend to do. He certainly just doesn't know how to place who you are and what you do, right? Yeah, the, and, and, and I went and looked it up, and enigma is the unexplainable. So that's sort of the best uh, you know, definition I've, I've stumbled on so far. But Patriot is number one with Patriot without, you know, you, you touched on it earlier. This is the greatest experiment in the history of human beings. This isn't the greatest country that exists right now. It's the greatest country that's ever existed in, the, in our history as human beings. So it's beyond special. It's beyond worth doing whatever you have to do to preserve it. 
these founding fathers gave everything to give it to us. And, you know, when we're gifted things, we, we tend to devalue them. When we pay for things, we, we tend to value them. When we're born, born into this country, we're given freedom. We're given free speech. We're, all of these things are just gifted to us. And I think a lot of people take it for granted. And I can tell you that every deployment that I've done as a Marine, the first step back on U.S. soil, I've hit the ground and kissed it. That's no lie. Wow. Do you like paddleboarding? Do you like running? Do you like prize fighting? What, what do you like the most? I like serving. All of the stuff that I do is incredibly scary and dangerous. <laughs> I like serving. You know, I, that's the thing is it's, it's worth the price. All right. What's fascinating to me about you, Tom, when they say you're an enigma, I agree with that. I don't think it's an insult. I think it's actually a compliment. Because, you know, we're all God's children. We're all unique. We all have incredible talents and gifts. And what I really love about you, Tom, is that you've taken tough times in life, but then you've also taken the talents God's given you, and you've chosen to use them in a way that really uh, is about service, as you mentioned. Now, I know you've got a lot of high-profile connections. Uh, really, you're a rock star, but at the same time, when I met Tom, ladies and gentlemen, he's real. He's like you and I. The guy doesn't walk around like a rock star. He's humble. He's dedicated. And he means business. That's it. That's me in a, in a nutshell. Because you you really just kind of do your own thing. I do. I do. I, and I do what I feel God's put me here to do. And if you like it, great. If you don't, that's great, too. Uh, you know, so far, so good. And um, that's it. I've, I've been put here for a purpose. I'm very fortunate. Most people running around, they have no idea why they're here or what their purpose is. And I know exactly why I'm here, what, what my purpose is, and what I'm proud of is a I have the intestinal fortitude to go out and take action on it. You know, I'm going to go run 76 consecutive marathons in a row to help raise money and uh, build this American village in Utah. And my question to your listeners is like, hey, what are you willing to do? I'm staying silent for a second on purpose <laughs> to highlight your point. What are you willing to do, ladies and gentlemen? For the sacred cause of liberty. Tom says, I'm going to use my athletic abilities to champion worthwhile causes, charitable in nature. Me? I got a wall full of belts. But it's not about this. He, st he states some facts about his credentials. There's no question. But it's really about, ladies and gentlemen, liberty. These tales, these experiences are all about the sacrifice that liberty requires, Tom. Let let's focus on that for a second. Liberty requires this from all of us or we're not going to keep it. 100%. It's not an I thing. It's a it's a we thing. And that's what make that's what makes America so special. It's we the people. It's not I the king. Right. And, and that's that's the unique thing about it. And that's the thing that we honestly have to give everything for, because I tell you what, we're we're one generation away from losing it. You're right about that. Tom, as you kick off your run today, then we're going to follow this run on the radio weekly, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to check in with Tom. We're going to see how he's feeling, how he's handling it, what kind of uh, how his how his mind processes this stuff. You know, you kind of want to get into a, a guy like Tom's mind and just go, what makes this guy tick? What makes him be able to just literally subject his body to this stuff, but mentally handle all that and stuff? And so we're gonna we're gonna kind of dig into that as the broadcasts unfold over the next several months as he runs from Montevallo, Alabama, 
They're calling it the V to V run because it's American village to American village. As they build the village in the West in Hurricane, Utah, Tom's going to run all the way from one to the other, ladies and gentlemen. He's a motivational speaker. We want to rally the cause here, but we want to dig into your mind and kind of understand that as the as the run unfolds, Tom. Yeah, it won't be long before I'm on the side of the road crying my eyes out wondering whose idea this was anyway. But it, what it does is it boils down to just not being willing to give up and quit. And that's it's amazing how much it, it it just to me just parallels what the founding fathers did. I mean, straight up, they were willing to give everything. They weren't willing to give up. They weren't willing to quit. They knew what they doing, what they were doing was right. It was just, and and you know, I just want to carry that forward and inspire other people to do the same thing. You know, when I saw the fifth grade class in here yesterday, and and I've never seen kids, and I've done. Remember when I did all this running before, it was all for the foster care system. So I'd stop at foster care facilities and share my story and interact with kids. I've never seen kids so engaged in my life, much less in education, as I did yesterday with this fifth grade class in this American village. So what they have here is something special, and I think people should look into it, get involved in it, get behind it. And let's just make this, let's make this country great and better and stronger. Now you say you're looking for this no one's ever done that before thing. You've got it now. That's it. That's it. And I want you to get with it, too. Like get behind us. Get involved in this. And that's that's what our country is about. It's a we thing. Tom, if you could say one thing to the American people, I know you've kind of said it, but what would you say in a short, succinct, if you could say one thing to the American people as you kick off your run today, what would you say to them? Let's not let this slip away. That's exactly what I'd say to, say to them. What we have is a special and sacred and if you don't believe that, take a trip outside this country. And I can tell you one thing, there's not people lined up at the borders and flocking in here because this place is systemic rela- systemically racist and sucks. I can tell you that. People are lined up in here to get in here for a reason. It's because it's one of the greatest places on earth and actually has opportunity to go as far as you want to go in life. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want to track Tom's run that kicks off today. It's like the shot heard around the world. We're going to save America, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to do it one mile at a time. I'm going to talk the tale and tell you all about it every day. UnitedWePledge.org is the website uh, that is really the cornerstone website for the building the um, American Village in the West. But it's also a place where you can track Tom's run. You're going to have, uh, you've got a photographer that, that I, I should say runs with you, but not really. The uh, photographer doesn't run, but does hang out with Tom and is going to be documenting this. And it's going to be done so at that website, unitedwepledge.org. Tom, thank you so much. We'll be in touch and follow up. Let's do this. There he goes, ladies and gentlemen. He's getting ready to run now. We've got to let him fly. And they've got a whole little program that they're going to kick off in Montevallo, Alabama at American Village. AmericanVillage.org to learn more about that. Hour one's in the can. Hour two coming up. I am Sam Bushman, and this is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live, syndicated by Loving Liberty Radio Networks, LovingLiberty.net. We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. The only question left is, do you get a help? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.
Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. It is April 19th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is indeed our two of two, and our goal always to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property. That's our claim to fame on your radio. If it's constitutional, we love it. If it's not, we hate it. How's that? Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing fantastic. We are indeed live from Chile, Montevallo, Alabama. Normally we're live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. But no, we're live from the beautiful village, American Village in Montevallo, Alabama. 200 acres of incredible historical relevance, of incredible, uh, what do you want to say, replica, if you will? of buildings, of understanding, of education, of solutions. And that's really what we like to talk about on your radio. This is Solutions Radio. It's all about the solutions, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, American Village of Alabama is really, really doing a phenomenal job. Sam continues live from American Village in Montevallo, uh, Alabama. AmericanVillage.org is the website to learn about the incredible village. Well, the village... Created by Tom Walker is so riveting, so patriotic, so fundamental uh, that folks in the West learned about it, took notice, ladies and gentlemen. Dennis Levitt was with us last hour. He's president of UnitedWePledge.org. And United We Pledge is uh, a nonprofit organization that really wants to bring back America, the traditional values uh, in the likeness of our founding fathers, all right? And uh, they're putting together this incredible V2V run is what we're calling it, village to village, American village in Montevallo all the way to the new American village, uh, which is being built and constructed and planned as we speak. It's supposed to be done in 2026. So it'll be a several year project, but Tom's gonna run all the way from village to village starting today mimicking the shot heard around the world, uh, but it's a run that hopefully is going to be heard around the world, ladies and gentlemen. As we pledge our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honor to the sacred cause of liberty, Tom Jones, a well-known extreme athlete in the ultra-endurance world, will make this run 76. Interesting number, right? You got to dig it. 76 marathons in 76 days. We're here for the kickoff and we'll also be there, ladies and gentlemen. We, we will be there for the, I don't know if you call it the landing, but when he finishes his run in Hurricane, Utah, where the American Village of the West will be built, we're going to be there. Now, Tom is also known as Mr. Quick Proof. The guy just will not quit. The guy's got a mind uh, above matter, if you will. And he puts freedom above fortune also. And so uh, just an incredible guy. And we're going to be following weekly and keeping up on what he's doing in his run as he goes about this incredible feat, defying the odds. He just will not quit. We're excited to be part of this uh, incredible event. Now, the American Village in Montevallo, Alabama is incredible. And it's really an educational center like no other. There's nothing like it that I know of, not only in America, but in the world ladies and gentlemen, their unique 
ability to bring the founding era forward is I, I don't, it's, it's crazy. I don't know how to describe it. You got to come and be here to learn about it, folks. I won't do it justice is what I'm telling you. But they've got actors and actresses and people that do role plays and, and get you kind of a an understanding of our founding era, what it was like, what it was about, how it relates to you and I and a whole lot more. Abigail Adams is now with me. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you so much. Tell me, how do you guys do this? It becomes in, unreal. You leave the world and you come to this American village and you get transported, don't you? <laughs> well, we certainly like to think of this as a place where the past and the present meet and we can find common ground. And that's for everybody, not just some people and just a few or to everybody? Absolutely, for everyone, most certainly. All right. Tell me uh, about your life, Abigail. <laughs> well, currently, um, I have been at home alone with our children, really, for the last three years because my husband, Mr. John Adams, is a Massachusetts delegate to our Continental Congress in Philadelphia. Now, are you familiar with the business of our Congress? I, I'm not. Well, they are delegates coming from nearly every colony or state in the land, and they meet in Philadelphia, and they have the task of trying to decide what steps America will take as we proceed in this conflict with Britain. Now, I must say this is, this separation has been the greatest trial I have experienced during my life, being without my dearest friend, having to try to live on my own and do so many things that I am unfamiliar with, of course, but I think that is the greatest contribution I can also make to our cause for liberty. For if we're going to be successful in uh, standing against England, winning our freedom, it's going to take sacrifice from all of us. But I believe it's our patriotic duty to make these sacrifices and to serve the public good in every way that we are able, but it's not easy. When you say do things you're not really familiar with or comfortable with, you're certainly out of your comfort zone. What are, what are those things? What do you refer to? Well, <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is farming. Now, I will say this. Our farm is very small. We have but 10 acres. But Mr. Adams dealt entirely with that business before he left. And now the task falls to me, and I certainly feel unequal to the cares that fall upon me there. Now, we have several hired laborers that work the land, but the difficulty that I'm having is that they only want to listen to Mr. Adams instead of me, the post is so very slow. I write to him. I ask for advice. I don't receive answers. And so I am left with it all on my own, trying to negotiate with these gentlemen and learn about mud marsh. That is something that I'm still deficient in, apparently. Mud marsh, that's not food? <laughs> Hopefully not, sir. Hopefully not. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this contest? Between America and England? Yes. Well... If you look at it in one sense, we Americans are having to stand against the mightiest army that walks the face of the earth. And it seems to be a contest that maybe in one sense cannot be won. But I will tell you this, sir. We fight for something. We have a belief in our cause. We are the heroes. We Americans, we believe in liberty. We are motivated by reason and virtue, while Great Britain, the villain, attempts to suppress this based on passion and corrupting, corrupting power. For we Americans are a virtuous people, and I feel that will ultimately be our triumph. And those of us that are patriots, 
we have to wholeheartedly believe in our cause in that way. And I feel that that is something that will carry us through, can carry us through, <laughs> well, that and hopefully an alliance with France. <laughs> there have been some talks of such a thing. But we have united in this common cause, finally, and we must see it through. Every man, woman, child, we must do what we can to make it successful, for we have devoted our very lives to it. Let's be very clear, too. This is not something that was an overnight deal. This has been a long time in the making, huh? huh. A very long time coming, sir. <laughs> very long time coming. I will tell you this. <clears throat> Back in 1765, when Britain first issued the Stamp Act, and we were enraged over that and thought it to be rather unfair for a variety of reasons, none of us ever imagined that we were beginning to walk down a path that would eventually lead us to a separation. Because if you had, you might not even take it on the venture, huh? <laughs> well, something like that, it cannot happen overnight. Honestly, that was a seed planted over 10 years ago, and the revolution began as a change in the minds and the hearts of the American people. And honestly, one of the things that really began to sway my sentiments towards that was the pamphlet Common Sense by Mr. Thomas Paine. I read that back in January of 17 and 76 last year, and it really caused me to think differently in a more broad sense um, about independence, about the role of people in America as we proceed. Not only that it's real, but that, that it is possible, right? That it is possible and <laughs> that it does, in fact, make sense when you really look at the situation. In fact, it, it makes so much sense it's hard to see it at first, huh? <laughs> it takes much common sense, as I said. Now, let's talk a little bit about your husband. I know he's away, and uh, no one knows his mind like you do. What are the thoughts of John Adams? <laughs> well, the thoughts of John Adams are made well known to anyone who comes in contact with him. <laughs> um, he, he struggles in the Congress. Um, he is a man who is very quick to speak his mind and not think about it first. He, he reacts. There's a few of us that have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he speaks from the heart. People like that do. They have very strong opinions. He certainly does. And that has caused him several struggles um, and conflict in the Congress. But he has really done tremendous work in the Congress to unite the colonies in the separation that we were able to unite in in order to adopt the Declaration of Independence. You see, those of us living in the northern colonies, in New England, in Massachusetts, where we saw the greatest seat of, we were the greatest seat of war and discontent for 10 years, really, um, our cause to separate was more urgent than those who perhaps lived in the South and hadn't directly experienced as much as we had. So it was my husband's aim to help um, George Washington become commander-in-chief of the Continental Army, to have someone from the South take on that role, to have Thomas Jefferson write the Declaration of Independence, to unite these minds from these different parts of the colonies to really help the common cause. And so his thoughts have really um, been of that nature, I would say. It's easy to focus on the men. How about the women? <laughs> You're one of the leaders, one of the uh, involved and engaged uh, more than you may have even ever bargained for. But tell me the minds of the women. Well, like I mentioned, we are finding ourselves 
in these new and unfamiliar roles and situations that we didn't previously imagine we would be in. And I will say for me and for the other ladies that I know in Massachusetts, it's easy for our lives and our existences to feel small. We are confined to certain locations and areas and daily routines and and it becomes so repetitive and we feel like we're alone. But in the bigger sense, we have to remember that in doing this, we are contributing, making our greatest contribution to the common cause. But now that we are experiencing a more, I suppose, independent existence on our own with our husbands being away, um, it's hard to imagine everything reverting back to the way that it was before the struggle for independence began. So as America evolves, I feel the role of women can't help but evolve in some way, perhaps on better, more equal footing. <laughs> I did write some strong words to my husband about that <laughs> last year in the months preceding our Declaration of Independence. But that's the necessity when freedom becomes uh, the prevailing issue, though, that becomes necessity, necessity, right? Well, it does. It does to a certain degree. It's hard to declare it in one aspect for one people and then think to deny it to others. It's, it's, it's the natural order of God for that to happen, though. Well, yes, I think it is a process that will evolve. And, and I do have faith that one day, if we are fortunate enough to earn the chance to create our ideal America, we will have a, a government and a Congress that will really act on, in the best interest of all America's citizenry. This may be a hard question to answer because none of us know the future, right? We no. pray the world turns upside down, obviously, for the revolution and the success thereof. But what will you say to future Americans? You know, George Washington uh, often thought about this and thinks about this. And, and what are your thoughts for future Americans? I think about the future a great deal, sir, and honestly. And it is my hope and my earnest prayer that all future generations will learn of the troubles and the sacrifices, the paths that we had to walk down to hopefully earn freedom for Americans and that they will always remember the gift that they have been given if we are in fact successful so that that gift can be continued, continually passed down to future generations of Americans. When we started out, Abigail, you mentioned children. Yes. How are the children dealing with the revolution? I think they fare rather well. They really do. Um, they're receiving a good education. They believe wholeheartedly in it. <laughs> my son Johnny, my goodness, back when he was just 10 years old, he was ready to seize a musket and take on the role of a soldier and march and fight. <laughs> um, but the thing that concerns me the most about them in regards to the revolution is the absence of their father. We know not how long this will continue. And my husband and I have met, had many difficult conversations on public duty versus private happiness and family, and I can't deny him the role he is meant to play, but I am concerned about the effect that it has on the children, having such an influential figure in their lives be gone for so long. God has a way of resolving these concerns, though, doesn't he? 
Indeed, that is my hope and prayer and, and my belief, yes, that all will be made right in the end. Ladies and gentlemen, Abigail Adams doing a phenomenal job. She is one of the, uh, tell me your role at, at American Village. My role, sir? <laughs> well, all I can say is just that of a, a housewife and mother and a, a true patriot. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Abigail Adams doing a phenomenal job helping people truly gain an understanding, as you said, the, the past meets the present as we forge the future together. Thank you so much. Thank you. Abigail Adams, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. American Village is a place to be. Uh, they do tours. They they really help people understand the educational opportunities, etc. Um, AmericanVillage.org is the website. Now, UnitedWePledge.org is the website to keep track of Tom's runs. Tom's gearing up to run, and we were able to get his photographer to join us on the radio, too. Uh, I guess it's more than photography these days, isn't it? Welcome. Oh, okay. We're grabbing him really quick here. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is live. We are in Alabama, literally live from Montevallo, Alabama. And man, it is a freezing morning. It's a little bit windy. If you hear the wind in the background, it's because we are literally live outside getting ready. They're about to do the kickoff uh, for uh, Tom's Run. They've got a program uh, that they're going to do here as well. There's going to be some uh, speakers, from what I understand, some uh, a little program to kind of kick this off. It's going to be exciting. All right, are we ready? Yep. All right, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me on. All right, now give me your name. Uh, my name is Ryan. Ryan, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Thank you, glad to glad to be here. And you are you've been with Tom for what twenty seven years? Oh no, not uh, no. not not quite that long. He and I have been together for about since last July. Okay, it's his trainer. I guess it's his food. What do they call that person? His uh, his chef, masseuse, Doctor. chiropractor, everything everything goes to make sure that Tom can get up and move every day. So all right, and then you take um, recordings of all the movement. Yep, I do photos, <laughs> I do video, any way I can to document the uh, the trials and tribulations that uh, Tom and all of us will be experiencing as we journey. All right, how did you learn about Tom? So I connected to Tom through uh, a mutual uh, military friend, a navy uh, navy guy. And uh, we connected last last summer, and uh, as Tom was working on getting better um, and, and stronger and trying to kind of revamp his image, he and I started to work together. So that's how we uh, we initially connected. All right, what do you what do you consider your official title then? In social media or what? Is uh, filmmaker. Filmmaker. Mm -hmm. And are you guys going to make films of this stuff? Yes, sir. We're going to do uh, short films. Hopefully, out of this, we'll get a a, a documentary. Um, because who who can say that somebody's ran across America essentially marathon a day for seventy six days? So we're hoping to to find something deeper story wise to kind of compel everyone to go out and do what they can to be a better person. You know, I'm kind of a everybody in media, whether you're a, a singer, songwriter, a filmmaker, talk show host, whatever else. It's about stories. It's mm -hmm. about dreams. It's about right. Mm -hmm. I think telling the dream is really the key. The dream for us all. In other words, Tom dreams uh, about his service and his, his um, extreme athletic uh, realities. Your dream as a filmmaker. My dream as a talk show host. Mm -hmm. uh, Tom Walker's dream of creating American Village. You know, every one of us has have these gifts and these talents. 
but really it's as we realize our dream, it becomes part of this great synergistic whole, right? Mm -hmm. No, I mean, absolutely. Everybody is the their own main character in their own story, right? And depending on how you address trials and tribulations and, and the calls to action, you may or may not miss it. Um, and hopefully you, you take that step in the, in the right direction and create your own story that you can pass on to your own family and, and friends to, to help inspire other generations because we are all unique individuals and we all have our own paths. And that's the only way you get better is by learning from each other. Reality TV, as you know, is a thing. People love to watch these yeah. hardcore endurance things and everything mm -hmm. else. How gritty is your coverage going to be, Ryan? Uh, I'm going to cover everything that I can cover. So blood, sweat, tears, smiles, injuries, whatever. Um, what's a unique part of this, this documentary and the shoot is not only am I, am I capturing that um, in all of its honest, honesty, however, at the same time, I have to make sure that I'm there for Tom. I'm, I'm pacing along with him in the vehicle. I'm making sure that he's good. So to do that, I'm going to have GoPro cameras and other things kind of set up. So that way, if, if things hit the fan that we got to address, we'll hopefully capture everything because what he's doing is truly amazing. And there's going to be blood, I bet. There's going to be sweat. There's going to be tears. And, and people need to see what it means to be a patriot to Tom, you know. As you document this, uh, how uh, is it going to be a story-like documentary, or is it going to be factual? Give me, give me, give me a, a kind of an idea of how you're going to present this thing. Uh, it's going to be a combination of, of factual and story. I mean, we've we've heard Tom's story in general, and I've I've gotten that, um, and it'll be as factual as it can be because that's what I'm capturing. We want to show everything. And uh, not fluff anything up or, or downplay anything. So factual storytelling and getting some creative shots while we're out there. We've got a drone, so we can try to get some unique, beautiful scenery. Oh, really? Yeah, try to be a, an Ansel Adams of the modern century, but that's a lot, of, it's a lot to try to do. Yeah, but if you have a drone and you have a lot of GoPro cameras and you, you, know, you can get a you know, multiple fields of real time can do some wonders. Mm -hmm. It's all, I mean, it's all about embracing the technology that we have, right? So I'm a one-man band, so I've got to use what I got. <laughs> and, and depending on our internet connection, one of the ways I'll be doing it is shooting it on my phone. So that way we can get instant things up, and then when we have a minute, I can sit down and do something a little bit more produced. And the website primarily is going to be for this. It's going to be... UnitedWePledge.org. You can track him there. And then on social media, United We Pledge, Quit Proof One. That's also Tom Jones. So all of those are going to be intermixed so you can see what we're doing as we travel. And it's going to be United We Pledge is the hashtag, too, on Instagram and on, uh, what, Facebook and everywhere Facebook, else, Facebook, right? everywhere, yep. That is correct. All right. Are people going to be tweeting? We, got a, we have a social media team behind us, so uh, I'm more the art guy, so... We have the uh, we've got a great team member uh, back back west, Sky. Uh, she's our social media person, so she will be TikToking all of our stuff, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, I'm, and I'm tweeting tweeting you can away. Get some cool stuff for TikTok. That's gonna blow the world up, isn't it? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, we're embracing anything that we can to to get the word out about the American Village, and then what Tom's doing to to make sure that it gets started. All right, Tom's nickname, what, it never quit? Quit proof. Quit proof. What's your nickname? My nickname is Murph and Turf. That's the, the nickname that I got in college, but that doesn't that have a nice, nice 
Quick's grab to it. Quick proof is phenomenal. Well, quick proof, uh, and it's all on camera. Right? Exactly. All right, there you have it. What do you want to say to America? Is this a patriotic thing for you too, Ryan? A hundred percent. This is patriotism. It's it's important to to know our history, the good and the bad. That way, we as a people can have a a common foundation and grow together and and build. If we don't have a common foundation, how where are we going to go? Ryan, where do uh, people watch for the film as it starts to evolve and come forward? Where do people watch for that? Just keep checking on Instagram or, or unitedwepledge.org, and hopefully you'll be able to get some good images and photos and video. Ryan, thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. Our prayers are with you as you travel with uh, Tom. Janet, thank All you. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight. We are live from Montevallo, Alabama, AmericanVillage.org on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Ukrainian President Zelensky announced Monday that Russia's offensive in the Donbass region had begun, starting a second phase of the war in eastern Ukraine. As Zelensky warned the world Russia may use low-yielding nuclear weapons, President Putin Monday said the sanctions against his country have failed and countries that support them have high inflation and high unemployment. On Monday, a federal judge overturned the U.S. government's mask mandate on airplanes, trains, and other public transportation, calling it an overreach by the federal government. White House spokesperson Jen Psaki from the lectern. As you know, this just came out this afternoon. So right now, the Department of Homeland Security, uh, who would be implementing, and the CDC are reviewing the decision. And, of course, the Department of Justice uh, would make any determinations about litigation. USFL Football Week 2 kicks off Friday afternoon as Michigan Panthers take on the New Jersey Generals. USA Radio News. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 800-707-9709. 800-707-9709. That's 800-707-9709. The flight debut of NASA's Mega Moon rocket faces additional delays after many failed fueling tests. NASA said Monday it will be challenging to meet a launch window in early to mid-June. The next opportunity to send an empty capsule to the moon on a test flight will now be at the end of June or July. The 30-story rocket has been on the launch pad at Kennedy Space Center for the past month. It will return to the hangar next week for valve and fuel leak repairs. Ukraine has taken the next step to join the European Union. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has formally applied for membership in the European Union. He says it's the aspiration Ukrainians are fighting for and that they've been mentally in Europe for a long time. Zelensky said he believed this first step would lead to his country gaining candidate status within weeks. 
For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. For more information, visit us online at usaradio.com. We are USA Radio News. All right. Happy to have you back, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live from AmericanVillage.org in Montevallo, Alabama. And with me now is Kathy Smith, president of the Loving Liberty Radio Networks and Loving Liberty Networks, LovingLiberty.net. Kathy, welcome back and glad to have you live in Montevallo. Thank you, Sam. I'm so glad that we're here today. This is so exciting. I want you to look around and just describe what you see. Can oh, you do my that for gosh. Me? Yes. So we're in uh, Alabama where we're surrounded by green forest, green grass, beautiful blue sky today, beautiful little lake here to my left. And we're sitting right in front of Independence Hall at the American Village. We've been planning this for a couple of months, thanks to our friends at United We Pledge. I got to know them just in February, and here we are two months later on the day the shot was heard around the world, April 19th. I met uh, Dennis Levitt and in Hurricane in St. George, Washington County, Utah, at a Lincoln Day dinner. And when I understood what their vision is at United We Pledge, I thought this is just something I want to be a part of. We at Loving Liberty Network want to help. We want to bring our allies on board to support this great cause of educating our youth, especially, but anyone who comes to the American Village of the West is going to have the same experience that we're having um, here today. There's some wonderful reenactors. We just heard from Abigail Adams, who you just feel like you're, you step back in time and you get a chance to know Abigail Adams. And through her, her husband, John. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, they've got tours here. The folks went on a tour yesterday uh, from um, United We Pledge. And we're going on the tour here in just a little bit. But I've been walking around this campus and meeting people and talking to people. And they've the replicas they've got here are shocking. Beautiful. Just beautiful. This beautiful brick building. And uh, the founder of this American Village is Tom Walker. I've heard so much about him. Can't wait to meet him today. We've brought our Loving Liberty team, and I appreciate you, Sam, and your team broadcasting live here today. It's just great to be a part of it. Anything that promotes God, family, and country and the sacred cause of liberty, you know, who doesn't love liberty if they really stop and think about it? And our allies at the Loving Liberty Network are going to be excited to be part of this um, wonderful building of the American Village in the West and the Freedom Summits that United We Pledge is doing with high school students. That's just our mission, too. We want to help any way that we can. You know, these educational summits they're doing, I I was told by Dennis over 100,000 kids come per year to this thing. Yes. I mean, what an incredible treasure trove of ed- opportunity and education. And, you know, people leave different. Yes. Kathy. Yes, they're converted. Their hearts are touched. That happened for me when I was 19 years old, and I took my first Constitution class thanks to my husband, Bert Smith, had classes organized in Ogden, and I thought, where have I been? 
I was an AP history student and I didn't understand the Constitution or or America's founding like I did then. Um, it's just once your heart is touched with this program of liberty, you're a different person and you never you never go back. You're you're changed forever. It set me on the course of my life and here I am, you know, almost 50 years later still promoting li liberty. Well, the associations that Loving Liberty Networks has been able to garner over the years is just incredible. The, this event, this runner, you get Tom, uh, you get uh, American Village, uh, you get United We Pledge, you get I mean, the the involvement and the the associations are just growing like it, it, it's unbelievable. I feel like that's the greatest blessing of my life is to have good work to do and be surrounded by great people. And I every day I thank my Heavenly Father for that. And great people at American Village abound, ladies and gentlemen. They're, I'll tell you what makes them great, though. It's their humility. It's their, their average people. When you talk to them, they're not, they're not rock stars. It's not about them. It's about the mission we're all on, Kathy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to teach, especially our young people. But, you know, our, our adults are illiterate about the Constitution, too. So we're all children when it comes to understanding the the republic that our government is. You know, we hear people talking about democracy all the time, which is just mob rule. We don't want that. You know, our founding fathers gave us a republic and a constitutional republic. And so our goal at Loving Liberty is any way we can through our radio network or our Liberty Hall venue in northern Utah, our website, Things that we sponsor and, and promote and partner and support, like United We Pledge, anything we can do to promote the principles of liberty, free markets, constitutional government, limited government, the proper role of government, individual responsibility, religious freedom, that's we're private property. We're all about that. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot to be about uh, when it comes to this because of who we are because of our incredible rich history. Uh, and our goal is to preserve that. You know, it seems to be lost in modern day society and schools and everything else. Our goal is to bring it back, Kathy. Well, and I think the majority of Americans and people all around the world, those are the things that they love and value, those traditional values of freedom and liberty and responsibility and hard work and taking care of their families. That's, that's what we all believe in. We just want to be left alone to produce and to enjoy the labor of our own two hands. That That's what the founders meant when they said life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Everyone wants that. And so that's what we're about at Loving Liberty. And the interesting thing is, no matter the race, no matter the religion, no matter the um, political viewpoints or whatever else, what you're saying is true for everyone. We want to make that very clear, Kathy. Absolutely. That's what the founders had in mind. They knew that this wasn't a, a government they were establishing just for the American people. They knew this was inspired for the entire world. Excellent. Uh, Kathy, what do you think as you come here? Uh, what stands out to you as the most riveting? I asked Dennis this question, too. He said driving up and seeing kind of the village itself, just seeing the landscape lay before him was kind of one of the most humbling uh, but yet inspiring things for him. Yeah, absolutely. We um, just pulled up at 7 o'clock this morning, at, just after sunrise, and it's just such a beautiful setting. 
Um, we've got a friend here who just pulled up, too, and it's thanks to Mark Herr, who's sitting right here next to me from the Center for Self-Governance. Thanks to Mark, I got to meet Dennis Levitt, so we'll want to give Mark some time, all the rest of my time. I gladly... I gladly give up some t- my time right here to Mark Kerr. All right, He's before a- we talk to Mark, though, I, I want to really bring up this story because it's a story that just broke in the news today, Kathy. Utah to be named as the state with the best economic outlook for the 15th year in a row. They say Utah's red-hot economy uh, is really going to gangbusters. And they talk about the state's competitiveness they got what's called the competitive index, competitiveness index with the different states. And it compares its forecast for all 50 states across 15 different metrics or variables, if you will. And there's a lot of the different, um, in, in the 15 variables, it talks about what they call regulatory policy, how much debt a given state holds, if you will, workman's compensation rates for employees, Mortality rates, GDP, uh, tax burdens, uh, how the schools are actually doing, etc. There's a lot that goes into this. But they say we have a great quality of life, and that's why I think our economic outlook is so good. Because people tend to vote with their feet. They tend to move the jobs with great economies, and etc. It's not only jobs, but it's family-supporting jobs. There's a lot said here that I think is worthy of a response, Kathy. Well, I think our work ethic, of course, in Utah, um, family values, just a strong, there's a strong sense of volunteerism in Utah as well. I used to be the director of the Commission on Volunteers for the state of Utah. And, you know, Tennessee's license plate says the volunteer state, but it really should be on Utah's license plates because Utah ranks number one in volunteerism and, you know, charitable giving. So, People want to give back to their communities, either with their time or their resources, and they value strong communities and strong neighborhoods. I th- you know, if you drive up and down the Wasatch Front, you can see all the building that's going on. Of course, that's happening all around the country. So this is the place to be. Come to the United States. But first, make sure you come to the American Village here in Montevallo, Alabama. And I'm just excited to see what's going to happen when we have the American Village of the West. Well, and I I really highlight this because, you know, true economics follow people who understand charity. Tom Walker really thought of this from a charitable point of view, not a, I want to get rich or I want to be a rock star or anything else. It's about the charity. And not only are Utahns known for some of the greatest volunteerism uh, in the world, but we're also Utah citizens were voted number one for their charitable giving as well. Um, hey, building the American Village of the West just makes sense, right? It does. It's great to rub shoulders with people who are mission-driven, like Tom Jones said earlier in your show today about understanding what your purpose is in life. You know, I think that's one of the great, greatest blessings is to understand why you're here and what your purpose is and how you can give back. So I, I love being surrounded by people who understand their mission, especially when their mission is centered on promoting liberty, freedom and liberty. Yeah, when it's God, family, and country, it's a fantastic <laughs> mission, and I've been on my mission for a long time, people, and I'm going to keep at it till I breathe my last breath. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be like Tom and 
What is it? Never quit? What's this? Oh, quit proof. Quit proof. I'm going to try to be quit proof. How's that? (laughs) Quit proof. (laughs) Yeah, do you think we got to be a little more quit proof in America? We all need to be quit proof in America. We are quit proof. Americans don't give up. That's who we are. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kathy Smith, president of LovingLiberty.net. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Who do we got next now? Mark Herr. Mark Herr. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Thank you very much, sir, for having me on. I appreciate it. Now, you're the brilliant mind that put all these people together, as far as I understand. Is oh that my, right? Uh, no. I, uh, <laughs> Balance of Nature asked me to come teach their employees our uh, systematic politics civics training last year. And um, I called Lex Howard up uh, in August because he sits on the board for Center for Self-Governance. And um, I said, hey, Lex, you know, I think we need to get the board together and talk about the leadership vacuum in the United States. And could we get a convention of CSG students and other minds from around the country? And let's, how do we fill the vacuum in the 21st century? And it, it turns out that, that Lex and Dennis, they were like, they just like, this is the time. So United We Pledge sprung into action. Uh, Lex had been coming here with his family to, to Montevallo, and they just had this great idea. Let's bring this idea. Let's bring history. Let's bring love of liberty. Let's bring patriotism to the West. Because if you think about it, most of the kids out there in the West, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to be able to afford to come out to New Jersey or Washington, D.C. So let's, and my, I just, what a great idea. Let's bring this to the yeah, West. By the way, on a thin dime, it takes about three grand per kid to even come out and do it justice, right? Yeah, you've got, you have to have a mine. You've got to have diamonds and, and gold. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now we've got it in St. George, Utah. It's coming 76 days, 76 marathons. Tom Jones is going to, he's, he's quit proof. We're going to take it from April 19th, 2022 to July 2nd, 2022. We're going to break ground for the American Village of the West in St. George, Utah. It's fantastic. How did you learn about all this, Mark? Well, I, I well, if, uh, Lex called me and said, "Hey, I need you to teach my employees civics." I've been I've been teaching civics now for about thirteen years, and um, we are uh, in forty three states. We got about six thousand students, and um, we we really believe that in the twenty first century. We have an opportunity as a nation to redefine and rediscover leadership. Um, we don't need to live in the past. It's and, and you know here's what I'm really hopeful for. On July 5th, 2026, the day after the 250, I hope it's the great reset of America. I really do. I hope we have climate change unlike anything we've ever seen. I hope that we have light pollution, smoke pollution, fun pollution on July 4th and the next day we all mutually pledge to each other to keep this great nation intact for the 21st century. I, I, I really do. All right. Now, you mentioned 250, right? Yeah. Tell me the significance. So on July 4th, 20, 1776, we, we, we declared independence from the mother country, England, and we've had 250 years since then. Um, what's really significant to me is the seven years between July 4th and 1783, where we had to secure that independence. We, it's easy to declare it. I declare my independence. But it's much harder to secure it and even harder to preserve it. 
And and by the way, the reason you bring that up is because that was challenged repeatedly, right? Yes. Oh, and, and since then, right? It's been repeated, uh, challenged repeatedly since then. And we are quit. We're we're quit proof. I love that. We're quit proof. We've we've been through the Civil War, we've been through uh, the Civil Rights era, we've been through World War One, World War Two, we've been through 1960s, and here we are in presently. We're as a nation, we're trying to rediscover our culture. We're rediscovering our roots, and and so the significance is. In four years, we've got the opportunity to change the climate. We have an opportunity to rediscover leadership. And we have the greatest opportunity is to train the next generation of leaders who are going to keep it for many millennia to come. (laughs) All right. Now, tell me your position then. You are uh, an educator. Obviously, but you're with the Center for Self-Governance, right? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm the president and co-founder, but I, I, my, my real passion is teaching, empowering individuals to discover their leadership in systematic politics. All that simply means is, is that not everybody has to be elected. I just like Kathy Smith, right? What a leader in the community of Utah. You and your radio show with your team leading in your community, bringing ideas. To be, I, I just love to train and mentor people in their leadership, help them discover their leadership and bring it out, whether they're elected or not. And I want to be clear, when we say governance, that's not <laughs> government, right? No, governance I, is... I want, to, I want people to understand right. this. Governance is a thing you do. You govern yourself when, when you get up in the... Think about how hard it is to get out of the bed in the morning, right? This morning, I was like, I just want to live, sleep here for another hour, uh-huh. <laughs> right? And, and, and the point is, governance is the thing we do inside of ourselves first. And our, our number one thing we tell our students is, govern yourself. Sorry, now there goes my phone. Govern yourself first. And that the first thing to govern yourself is don't think of government as a person. Think of government as a system of boundaries and controls. That's the first step in governance, in self-governance. And think of that system as boundaries and controls only for those who don't have enough self-governance. See, if everybody was truly had the self-governance that we really want, there wouldn't really be much need for government at all, now would there be? Yeah, because if you're governing yourself... If you're governing yourself like the um, you know, North Koreans, they think that uh, Kim Jong-un is the government. And look at, look at their day-to-day life. They're, they live as slaves. And here in the United States, it's really important that we think of government as a system of boundaries and controls because we're on that same pathway right now. And we can turn it around. That's why I'm excited for this next four years and, and the American Village of the West. Tom Jones running 76 marathons. It's going to be so inspirational. Uh, for us to learn how to govern ourselves, because in the long run, if we're governing ourselves, we, we won't need Kim Jong-un anymore. <laughs> wow, that's an extreme <laughs> example, but I get the point without a doubt. Uh, so how did you learn really about Montevallo, and, and how did you get so caught up with that? Lex, Lex, um, I, I had this conversation with Lex, the CEO of Balance of Nature, about leadership in the 21st century, and he said, you know, Mark, I've been going to this American village, and I, we don't have anything out here in the West. And so last November, we came out here for a Freedom Summit with high school students and adults from around the country. And we, we, we said, you know what, we've really got to take the American village of the West or the American village of the East and take it out to the West uh, for all the kids out there. And when you say American village of the East, I want to be very clear. It's in the South, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> and, and that's really significant, right. though, isn't it? Yes, it's very significant. That that Montevallo is in the middle of uh, rural Alabama. Uh, it's a very central location and um, a fantastic, fantastic place. Everyone needs to come out to Montevallo uh, to see the American Village of the South 
and follow Tom Jones on unitedwepledge.org to follow his run, 76 marathons in 76 days. And if you can, guys, show up in St. George, Utah on July 2nd for the groundbreaking of the American Village of the West. Did you hear I had planned for the 4th of July, and I dumped them, and I recalculated, and I'm going to be there? No way. You yeah. Know, you know, one of the things I was thinking, I was going to bring my daughter uh, to Hurricane on July 2nd. I think we're going to run with Tom the last five miles. That's what I'm going to do. I yeah. joked about that yesterday, but I'm going to do it. Do Absolutely. It? Come on, Gary. Right, you going to do it? I might do two <laughs> miles, not five, though. You know, I'm I'm actually I used to run marathons, and I'm like, you know, I might have to run like 500 yards or something. Yeah, <laughs> we we don't want to pretend we ran it with Tom. What we do want to do is support him all the way. 100. percent We want to support it. We want to be inspired by it, and then more importantly, we want to take the inspiration and do something with it in the 21st century. All right, give me your website for. Center for Self-Governance. It's centerforselfgovernance.com. You can follow us on all of the major media, uh, social media platforms, and alternative media. And really, it's all business training, right? No, it's civics training. It's learning how to become leaders, whether you're elected or not, and keeping our republic. Civics training for who? Anybody. Anybody? Yes. Old, young, black, white, gay, straight, Christian, not, doesn't matter. Whoa, you mean we're all God's children and we ought to act like it? What? That's a novel idea. Yes, yeah, I like that. Uh, me too. That makes me feel happy inside. It, absolutely. It's fantastic. That, I, that makes me feel like there's hope for every one of us. Amen. There is? There is hope. There's hope wow. for America in the 21st century. Is, I'm telling you, this, th- today is the shot heard around the world. This shot heard around the world today. We are shooting Tom Jones out of the American village of the South, and we're going to shoot him in the American, uh, not shoot him, we're going to shoot him to the American village of the West in St. George, Utah. All right, there you have it. Now, Mark, what do you, as you kind of tour Montevallo, what stands out to you as the most riveting? The most riveting is the kids and their immersion, their interaction with the, uh, the the folks that are bringing them the history. I, really, you can see it from the very first time they speak with the guy at the uh, the the courthouse over here. The kids are immersed immediately and they're stuck the whole day. They just they got actions and and uh, yeah, it's fantastic. What do you think the future holds for America? I know a lot of people are down on what they're not up on. Mark. The future for America is this. We have um, uh, young kids, uh, families across the nation that are waking up. They want they want hope. They want change, but they want the kind of hope and change that's going to be prosperity, happiness, and a future. Mark, God bless you, sir. Thank you so much for having me on. Mark's got to fly, ladies and gentlemen, because they're about to kick off this event where uh, the shot's going to be fired and, and Tom's going to take off running ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we're finishing up our broadcast, which was a lead-in to the event taking place right now, live in Montevello. And we've had just a, in my opinion, a treasure trove of hero guests uh, on the program today, ladies and gentlemen. I am live from American Village in Montevallo, Alabama. AmericanVillage.org is the website if you want to learn more, if you want to put together a tour for your loved ones. I'm just telling you right now, it is a place to come and see, a place to behold. I'll tell you what, the patriotism comes alive the second you head out of Birmingham, Alabama and go south. uh, And you kind of start to get this feeling, and it just grows as you come to the American Village. Now, we talked to Dennis Levitt, who's president of UnitedWePledge.org. Org. That's the organization putting together this nonprofit effort. The United We Pledge is a nonprofit, a private, nonpartisan 
non-denominational foundation, ladies and gentlemen, established for the very singular purpose of celebrating our shared responsibility and allegiance to the traditional American values which we all hold dear. It's about freedom family and faith and if you want to learn more if you want to become a volunteer if you want to get involved with becoming a constitutional law-abiding citizens and more you can all do that at unitedwepledge.org you can also keep an eye on the v2v run starting in just a few minutes village to village from montevilla alabama to hurkin utah you can be a volunteer you can donate to unitedwepledge.org. Do it today. Uh, then we talked to Tom Jones, the actual runner. This guy is an extreme, well-known athlete, ladies and gentlemen. Does a phenomenal job in the endurance world, but now he's putting his talents towards patriotism. He wants you to understand the sacrifice that it took for our founding fathers to fight for, to give their sacred honor, their fortunes, and a whole lot more to the sacred cause of liberty, to the greatest country on the face of the earth. And Tom is mirroring their legacy in modern times as he starts his run today. His run for liberty is what I call it. But his nickname is Quit Proof because Tom just does not quit. He's called an enigma by some very, very unique individual with mind over matter like nobody's business. Uh, and then we continued second hour. We talked to Abigail Adams, really an actress with American Village, ladies and gentlemen, because you know Abigail's not really alive, right? All right, just making sure. Uh, and then we talked to our guest, Ryan Murtha, and Ryan is a filmmaker with Tom Jones. They're going to be putting together a real, I, I'm, I kid you not, a documentary about Tom and his runs and this extreme athlete stuff that he does. It's better than reality TV because it has a cause behind it, the cause, the sacred cause of liberty, patriotism at its best, if you will. We also had our guest on, Kathy Smith, with the Loving Liberty Networks, Loving Liberty Radio Network, and more, lovingliberty.net, uh, talking about her experience and how she got involved. We talked about the Beehive State of Utah, the Olympic State of Utah, best economic outlook for the 15th year in a row. Wow, just imagine if we can use more constitutional currency, honest money. Then we'll really realize that dream, won't we? All right, we had a great quality of life, ladies and gentlemen, that we got to understand. We also talked to Mark uh, here. He's president and co-founder of Center for self-governance centerforselfgovernance.com to learn more about that we all need to be self-governed ladies and gentlemen if we do then we can restrict all bureaucrats to their proper role we can chain them down with the constitution and then they can promote god family and country with the rest of us and we shall be the light on a hill that america is known for george washington's dream of success will indeed come true. I am Sam Bushman, live from Montevello. God save the Republic. <laughs>